0: On this episode of the Teacher Nerds Podcast, Joe and Ron discuss using chat GPT as a teacher's assistant in the classroom. They discuss how they've used it and the time it has saved them. Buckle up and get ready to learn with Joe and Ron. And now let's get into the show. Have you heard
1: about the nerds? What's the word? Teaching nudes. You could tweet them out on Twitter, you can find them on the gram. After listening to their podcast, you'd be sitting there like BAM! Trying to take the teaching from one level to the next. Reaching up to Canada and down to Mexico. Gotta go. Teaching nudes. Start the show.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Teacher Nerds Podcast. I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. I am a technology teacher for third grade to eighth grade. And I teach fifth grade math,
1: science, and social studies.
0: And today we are talking about AI in education. Specifically, we're going to focus on
1: chat GPT. Joe, what are your thoughts so well, far? Ron, you know, there seems to be a love it or hate it aspect to it. Um, right now, I'm quote unquote loving it. Kind of okay. like stealing from McDonald's <laughs> slogan. Just... It seems very – oh, man, it, it makes a lot of things easier in the classroom yep. yeah. um, and, and speeds things up quite a bit. And we could – teachers can always use taking
0: time off their plate, right? Something right. off of their plate, I right. guess. Yeah.
1: Most definitely. And, and that's it. It's not necessarily taking activities, but the time you would spend working through those activities or creating yep. – um, Chat GTP does it in a matter of sometimes seconds yes yeah, seconds <laughs> uh, all right so Joe
0: we're gonna do this or that and you came up with this one so you want to introduce what we're doing
1: yeah we're gonna talk today about swimming environments would you like natural or man-made all oh, that we're playing this all oh, that playing this or oh, that on the teacher nerds podcast show all oh, that. Is it this or that? Is it this or that on the Teacher Nerds Podcast Ron, why don't you kick it off?
0: All right, so I am 100% (laughs) (laughs) man-made. Joe, I don't like stepping on things that I don't know what they are under, under the water. I don't like things rubbing up against me that I have no idea what it is under the water. I don't like things squishing into my toes. (laughs) I want a nice pool... That I can see to the bottom
1: So and then you are sitting in said pool Right and relaxing S- Sitting in said and pool.
0: relax I'll swim laps But I, I've I've done a triathlon where I Had to swim through a nasty pond Not a fan Not your thing
1: <laughs> and that's respectable Ron I can I can. Not a fan as well as Stepping on weird things or having <laughs> Live <laughs> things Brush up against you out there in that water Is rather interesting per se but uh, I would be quite the opposite. I would want to be in that natural environment. And I have swam in a pool. I've surfed in a pool. Um, and I just feel like being out in the ocean, it's just, you know, and, it, and the days where you can see the bottom, Ron, they're a lot better than those cloudy, yep. murky days. Um, but, yeah, I would say natural environment as opposed to man-made.
0: Now, I will say I've been in, like, uh, Dominican Republic and you're in the water and you can you can oh, yeah. see the bottom yep. for way out. And I don't mind that, but it's when you're, maybe it's that Jersey shore beach water where you can't see to the bottom very well.
1: Yeah. That murky water. It's, it's, and, and let's be honest, you're not the only thing out there, right?
0: I mean, you're in something
1: else's environment and there's, there's lots of animals out there for sure.
0: For sure. We're going to pause for a second to take a little break, but we'll be back in a moment. Would you like to hear your educational book platform or program advertised in this spot? With the Teacher Nerds sponsorship program, that could happen. You can be featured on the show and help us continue to bring great content to the podcast. We offer three levels of sponsorship, including commercials voiced and produced by one of the Teacher Nerds, as well as links listed on our sponsor's webpage. Visit teachernerds.com sponsorship to check out some sample commercials and more information. And remember, that's Nerds with a Z. And now back to the show. All right so let's get into chat gpt i i know there's lots of controversy around it i know people want to ban it in schools and and that's not really our focus today it's more about like what how can it help teachers but i did find this quote and i'm going to i'm going to give the quote and it's not an exact quote and then i'll i'll explain so it's ai is either the greatest blessing Or the greatest curse of modern times, sometimes one forgets which. And I feel like that's where we are with chat GPT. The reality is this quote, instead of AI, the original quote was talking about the printing press. And I feel like that's what happens every time some kind of new technology comes in, right? Like there is this controversy around it. I think when I first started teaching and people were doing, you know, kids were getting laptops and things like that, it was spell check, right? Like people were upset kids were going to use spell check. Nobody's going to know how to spell anymore. And while I'm not the best speller in the world, spell check has saved me a lot and it does help me out. And,
1: and you know what I think you have to be taught? To use spell check. Right. How to use spell check. And it's definitely a double edged sword because you don't want to get away with. How things are spelled and the reason why right. especially in our language, it's so tricky grammatically and the syntax. There's a lot going on with our language. So no yep. one's saying to get away from that. But to enhance the students that might have a little more trouble with that. It's like saying, if it's good for one, isn't it good for all? Right. Right. And if you don't need it, then you don't need it. But if you do need it, it's there. There's there. And let's be honest, at times you do make mistakes with spelling, so yeah, I, I never thought about like that spell check uh, or being even very similar.
0: Yeah, or even like in the late 90s, or early 2000s, that little clippy, the paperclip that yep. would pop up, right? To say like, hey, I think you're writing a resume or, you know, you're writing a cover letter. Let me help you with that. And that was, a, I guess, like great grandfather of chat GPT. Right. But, you know, like I said, we're, we're not really talking about whether it should be used by students. We're talking about what can it do for you as the teacher
1: and it is a lot. Um it's amazing actually cuz not only can you use as a teacher, we we all use Google. Right? I feel like this is a thousand times better than Google. A thousand times and and even before we start talking about how we would use it for teaching, I googled how much dirt I should put into my raised bed and I thought no way. No way is it that many bags. <laughs> Damn near to the T, to the T. So I feel like above and beyond what you could use it for, for teaching. And then that just makes everything easier in your daily life. Not that you want to spend more time on teaching, but it frees up so much time to allow you to maybe do a little bit more.
0: Right. And I think that one of the things is like you still – with ChatGPT, you still need the skill of being a teacher because you have to prompt it. You you have to be the one asking
1: this is what, it, what I need. What you need, right? This is this is what I need you to create, and that's the beauty about the prompts. You can get so much more specific, which right. would then get you a more detailed outcome. Um, so how have how you know? Why don't we kick so, it off?
0: Yeah. Like, so I mean, I've used I, I've used it for rubrics. It creates some fantastic rubrics. I've used it, you know, and again, it's not for things I couldn't do on my own. Right. So like one was I was looking for reflection questions for a seventh grade engineering and design project. Now, I could have sat and worked through 10 prompts, but I just asked Chat GPT, you know, give me seven or 10 reflection questions for a seventh grade engineering project. And within seconds, I had 10. I picked a few of those and narrowed a few down. And then I said, can you give me 10 more? And it gave me 10 more. So within seconds, I had 20 questions that I could cherry pick the things that I wanted. It saved me at least a half hour uh, of time. And if you're doing that multiple times through the
1: day, it's huge. Well, very similar, I used it for report card comments, um, you know, to generate just positive report card comments. And like you said, Under a minute, I must have had about 20 or 30. Right. And I said to ChatGTP, hey, can you gear these more towards fraction-based comments where students had a range of I did great towards I didn't do so hot? And sure enough, another 20 or 25 questions or, excuse me, responses that you're then able to look through, sift through, pick out and then refine. So I went into that report card grading session with um, a new Google Doc now with 10 positive to not necessarily negative, but, you know, when you're talking about how – how much you improved since this is their first time not necessarily identifying fractions, but working with fractions, adding and subtracting them, you know, unlike denominators, the whole nine. And there were multiple comments to varying degrees, like we said, in under generated in under two minutes. And then it might take a few minutes to go through and, and cherry pick them. Right. But there's so much saved time that it didn't do it for you. But it generated those ideas that then you could go and refine. Right. And then you can sit and you can
0: edit them to make them even more refined to what you need. But it's, it's, it's the time. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, I've also used it for just ideas for lesson plans. I may not use the entire lesson, but it's generating ideas or generating ideas for activities around
1: a certain topic. Well, and you know how we run our math class, we pretest. Right. And you pretest on Monday. If that student passes by Tuesday, you need to have something. So to to come up with something on your own, it takes time, it takes energy, and usually if you have a life or any kind of family, there's the rest of the time you have in that day, there's not enough time to plan. Revise and get something for that student to start tomorrow, unless you already have it. Right. Unless or it's you're already going, in the teachers bag. paid teachers, right? Or unless you want Send to go, go some buy. Money. It. Yep. So twice this year, since finding Chat GPT, I've been in that situation and come up with two projects that looking back on these projects are going to be used for next year and and on a scale of 1 to 10 they're right up there around an 8 or a 9 and it took some revamping it took right. some different prompts or different uh addressing it to say gear towards this or right. when it comes up with some examples going back and saying I need specific examples um specifically for time measurement and um, what was the other one? Time and distance. Right. As, and the, the student wasn't into the liquid measurement. So we got rid of that. And, and there, but the best part was there were choices. There were right. specific choices where, to be honest, I don't know if I would have been able to come up with those choices on my own in the, definitely not in the, uh, in, that time. The, in that limited amount of time, right. but even if I had a week to plan it. Right. Even if I had a week to think about all that stuff. The second one was amazing, um, and it took a little more thinking on my end on how to prompt it. On, on not even on how to prompt what to do with it because okay. it was all dealing with decimals, and and it was a tough topic. What uh, one student in each class scored an A, um, so I had to have something, and I put it into Chat GPT, and of course. Because I prompted either Minecraft or Among Us, or I forget what the third t- interest topic was. Cause now I'm thinking gear it towards their right, interest. Right. 100%. Holy smokes. So now these kids are coming back creating huge worlds in Minecraft and then taking the dimensions, uh, from volume, from wow. the, the length of the roads or the bridges. And, and what's great because I didn't, and it tells you how to do this, but, but then you have to figure out like we're dealing with decimals. So. I had to go, not being familiar with Minecraft, go in and, and find what does one cube measure? Because you're building with the, sure, with sure. the cubes in Minecraft and it's, and it's one cubic meter, I believe. Um, so then I think, well, what can I do? Because that's not necessarily dealing with decimals. So then I pull up Siri and ask Siri, what does a cube, like what does a meter equal in feet? And it just, now you're dealing oh, decimals. Oh, here we go because it's three point two eight feet, equaling one meter. So they're able to now talk about uh, volume. They're able to bring in dimensions of of just like the the length, you know, of the right. top of the cube to measure the road, and then well, how much longer is this road and this road? And now it's not in our chapter. We're not adding and subtracting decimals, but now in this project. Now they say, well, wait, how do I add and subtract decimals? And I'm like, I don't know, but YouTube is your best friend. So now in order to compete this or complete this project, so the worst part is through this year, I had six days. They're spending four or five days creating their world. Right, (laughs) right. Now – the the one student has this roller coaster that goes underground, comes up – I mean, it's amazing, and you can ride the roller coaster. He, in he Minecraft. Has, in Minecraft. In, well – It's a version of Minecraft. It's a version right. of Minecraft. So it was seeing kids play Minecraft and them thinking they're in trouble. Like, no, 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 no. no. How do you get, I want to know how to do that. How do you get there? And then as I started thinking – You know, yes, this, granted, this is a project for the kids that got the A's. But now all these other kids are like, well, I want to play Minecraft. Why can't I do that? So then you start thinking, well, why can't they do that? So moving forward, this thing from ChatGPT, which took about 60 seconds for it to come up with. That was with another prompting. Now all of a sudden I'm like, why don't I just, (laughs) why don't we just redesign this chapter? But why not redo the chapter through Minecraft Working with decimals because they are a hell of a lot more willing to learn about decimals if they can then play Minecraft. Well, and or, if it's connected to not something, then, but interesting, right? right? Learn my mi- learn decimals through Minecraft. playing Minecraft. Right. Um, so it's it's great because the next chapter is adding and subtracting decimals, all yeah. all, all within sixty seconds, right. and and it, it was prompted from Miss C, right, saying, hey. I know we've been talking about this. I need a project. Can you, can you pull something up? Because I got a kid, we're trying to teach a lesson. He's running through three and four lessons at a time. So clearly he needs something. And and he was the one, Brian, he was the one that really designed this amazing. I mean, all their worlds were amazing, but he had a working freaking uh, roller coaster that went underground. So just like the thinking, the creativity, you know, and, and what do we want kids to be? Like we say it all the time. like, Free thinkers and, and to be creative. And, you know, he's sitting there smiling because he knows what he did is amazing. And everyone else is just like, right, is in looking around of it, right, and, like, right. Yeah. And, and typically, he's not one of those kids that's the center of attention. So it was, it, it was really, really cool to see that yep. transpire from a 60 second prompt.
0: Right. And that's, and again, like, I think the thing that if anybody's going to go and start to use it is you have to get good at prompting. Right. Yes. And you have yep. to learn about prompting. And the more you do it, the better you
1: get. Well, most definitely, because this project was a lot better than the other one. Right. Um, and and it's great because when you email home and say, hey, this is what I'm doing and this is what I came up with or this is what ChatGPT <laughs> right. came up with. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Thank you right. very much. And, and when you look at it, it is freaking amazing because it's geared towards what that kid needs at that point in the game, geared towards his interest level. Right. And like you said, so next year you
0: have a bunch of kids who aren't interested in Minecraft. There you go. You gear it towards their interest. Or even, you know, I've talked to teachers about this, even taking just simple word problems that you might be doing in math and asking ChatGPT to create a, you know, 25 word problems on, you know, multiplication using and put in all your students' first names. Okay. Right. So just – Personalize it. Right. The level of interest goes up even just that little bit if I'm included in the
1: word problem. Well, I can attest as a third-grade teacher or as a fifth-grade teacher, you're doing a word problem and and Sarah's names in the problem and Sarah's in the class. Everyone's like, hey, it's Sarah. (laughs) Right. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Right. So if everybody's now involved in the word problems – Yep. Or you know – Give me word problems with all these people's names. Make them about Minecraft, soccer. Spongebob. Right. Whatever their interests are. And that's where maybe taking that student interest inventory in the beginning of the year or the beginning of a marking period. Now you have stuff to prompt. Right. You know what to prompt with. I mean, I've done lots of, you know, I, I have lists of how teachers can use it. You know, like we said, lesson plans, writing examples. You want – you're a writing teacher and you decide, hey, I want an example of a three-paragraph essay from a third-grade student that is of high quality and it's a personal narrative, right?
1: 60 seconds. 60 60 seconds,
0: seconds, it's there. Now I want one that's of low quality. Now you have that comparison for students to be able to look at. To show what's a high-quality essay, what's a low-quality essay. Um,
1: how about to explain? Because sometimes yeah, as yep. Explain adult, it to me like I'm a – So yep. how is the sun size versus the earth size? It was explained to a fifth-grade student that has limited knowledge on that topic. Yep. And it responds, no problem. Yes.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> what I love too. It, <laughs> it's like you're carrying on a conversation, right? So it, yeah, it is the no problem. Yep. Um, I did one and I thought this was pretty interesting and I have it, the example here. I said, explain the 2008 financial crisis to a fourth grade student. Oh. So here was chat GPT's response. It was, again, no problem. And it was the 2008 financial crisis was a time when many people around the world had trouble with their money. It started when some big companies that lend money to other people made some bad choices Mm. and gave money to people who couldn't pay it back. This caused companies to lose a lot of money. Because these companies were so big and important, their problems spread to other companies and even to the government. Lots of people lost their jobs and their homes, and the government had to spend a lot of money to try to fix things. It was a very hard time for a lot of people, but we learned some important lessons and made some changes to prevent it from happening again.
1: It is almost like a personalized New article. Exactly. Right? Yep. Like you go into New Zella, you can change that reading level. Exactly. Here you go.
0: Now, again, I, I, I read that over and I'm like, oh, boy, they, they said lots and a lot multiple times in there. Again, that's where I can
1: copy it. I can paste it. I can edit it you up. You can refine it. Um, and so spending maybe a couple minutes – refining and making that a little bit more geared towards what you need right? as opposed to spending possibly hours trying to find something like that that's already put it together
0: myself you know what i mean like you know i was big one of the things that i really liked that i was messing around with is when i was in a a regular ed classroom versus a technology class now i love to make songs about things or raps or something like that so again going in and Not that too many fifth graders would be interested in this person as a musician. But I said, ChatGPT, create a fraction song for a fifth grader in the style of Billy Joel. Okay. And within seconds, I have a two verses, a chorus, a bridge, and an outro in the style (laughs) of Billy Joel about fractions. Um, Again, now maybe I go in and instead of Billy Joel – You know, I bring myself into the 2000s and I say, you know, in the style of a K-pop or...
1: someone from that student inventory of who who you like. like, Taylor
0: Swift, right? You know, something like that. Um, You know, I've done... Again, I... One of the things like I can say, go in and play around with it, yep. right? Like just go and in and mess around. maybe not even for teaching it. No,
1: just to, to mess around. To, it's, it could, it's a personal assistant. And I guess yep. that's the double-edged sword because now all of a sudden, is it going to take away your ability to think on your own, right? Or to cr- think critically about something where I guess then you would have to just – no, because you still have to think critically about the response the you response, get. The response, right? Yeah. Um, so it can almost – Because responses
0: all, aren't always perfect. Not yet. And sometimes they're – completely wrong and it sounds pretty authoritative it's pulling information that it knows from online from you know sources. at some point
1: so which i, have to I assume over. it's only going to get better as they have um because now, can thumbs what do we up have? and thumbs yep. down is this right chat gpt 3.5 that we're working right. with which is yep. the free version Yeah. Uh, so and, and they there's have chat
0: 4 which is the paid version
1: and uh, they had the team of people now combing through all the information right. and the responses and what made it good. So I believe the cadence sure. of chat GTPT, chat, uh, excuse me, chat, that's my hardest thing. The hardest <laughs> thing for me Ch- is Ch- saying it <laughs> or hearing it. Um, so you feel like as, as it learns more and and starts to understand our cadence yep. um cuz you see you can you can write a joke in the style of Mark Norman right. Joe Rogan Tim Dillon yep. and they did it as Tim Dillon and it came back like you said not perfect but it was it was I betcha to to do uh something in the style of Trump or or something like that and I guess who there you go kind of scary sure because uh-huh. now it's you're generating um text and then you can get that voice voice right and so, then you can
0: you know video is going to be down the road so yeah i mean things can get scary but i mean i think it's a matter of it's like anything you have to learn how to use it you have to learn how to use it responsibly and then um, teach kids, kids and, how to, and people how to use it right.
1: responsibly and
0: again i think maybe that's a you know a podcast down the road of what do we do with kids? Because they're going to start to know that they know this is out there.
1: Oh, most definitely. Right.
0: Yep. Um, so, you know, how do we start to use it with them? But um, when you know, my
1: son, who was a junior, heard me talking about it, he goes, oh, that's that's banned. He said, right. we can't even get to that on the school's um, devices. And, you know, it's I can. Well, what's the age? Because there's age restrictions on it. Yeah, and- I
0: mean, it's, it's 18 you know, is supposed to be the age 13 with a parent's consent. It, you know, so that again, like there's a responsibility there. There's there's questions about, you know, obviously don't put personal information in. Don't put, you know, information because it's it's then part of chat GPT. Right. Uh, open AI, the the, you know, the, source. the the source. So it's part that, of yeah.
1: it's and it's not just your Portion of it, right? I mean, it could be probably accessed.
0: I would get, yeah. I mean, I, again, like I think we're on the, like we're on the precipice of what, what SAT word? <laughs>
1: and and ChatGPT took the SAT, yes. and came out like an average student. So Jordan Peterson was talking to a crowd and goes, "So it's smarter than most most of you, right?
0: Right, it's smarter than most of you." Well, just version four just passed the bar exam to be an attorney in the 90th percentile of the bar exam and it has passed So then it 90- has
1: gotten better since it took the SAT. Yes.
0: It the first time it took the bar exam I think it was in the top 20% and within a few months it was in the top 90%. Um so yeah, I mean and again I, I were like there's a lot. You know, like there's a lot with it. Um so again just going to what can it do like teaching kids about like styles of writing right like ask it to write something in the style of dr. Seuss in the style
1: of Mark Twain whoever, right. whoever, whoever you're, you're studying, reading whoever right. you're reading about um
0: I did it I asked it to write me and and somebody I had seen uh, or listened to on a podcast did this just write a review of McDonald's and this was in the style of Stephen King and it was <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> You know, and then I went back and refined it and I said, oh, yeah, add in Ronald McDonald and it <laughs> added Ronald into the mix. Writing emails to parents. Again, it we, we're not saying that it should do it for you, but it,
1: it helps help you, you I said early get thoughts on, together. I said early on in my teaching career, I would like to write a grant for $30,000 for a secretary. Right. Because yep. I don't feel like <clears throat> teaching is hard. Being in front of those kids – having fun, being, you know, it's a show. You're on point. You have to keep their attention. You have to know when they need breaks. That's not hard. Right. All the legwork, all the paperwork, all that time and energy that's spent outside of, of that time when you're on those one, two, three, four, five, six, six periods, six periods a day. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven periods, seven periods periods a day that you're on. So, Outside of that, think about how much time you spend for for this to take a large portion of that yep. away.
0: It's your virtual assistant in it the is. classroom, yep. right? Um,
1: it's your droid. It's your R2-D2. Yep. It's your C-3PO. <laughs> May the fourth be with you coming up. <clears throat> That's what it is. It's your teacher's assistant. Yep. Most definitely.
0: You know, and even um, I've seen like character descriptions. You know, write me a description of Goldilocks. And – I, you know, I did that and then I asked it, explain to me how Goldilocks would act during a basketball game. <laughs> and it went and gave me how they thought Goldilocks, you know based on what she was like as a character, would interact in a basketball game. Then
1: then you start fractured fairy tales. Exactly. Uh Goldilocks at the game. At the game. Oh my right? goodness. Like
0: so again, it's it's that. Start to get it. It helps get the juices flowing.
1: Well, or even how about on our last show with Sean, or was it two shows ago? Yeah. Um, grade this, right? Grade this on this four-point Lucy, yep. yep. Lucy Calkin's point rubric. Yep. Lucy Calkin's <laughs> five-point rubric with a sympathetic heart because right. they're struggling writers. Right. And and everyone turns things things in through Google Classroom. Yep. So it is easy to have a have a doc and copy and paste. Yep. And spot on, right? Damn yep. near, dang. Dang near? Yeah, dang, near. Uh, Damn dang near. Dang tootin'. Um, <laughs> pretty much spot on with, now granted this was you know all found on Google, uh, but spot on pretty much with that with what teacher. You would, right, what and you would grade as a – When we were trained in Lucy, what they said was you can grade something, I could grade something. And as long as we're like a point within, it's valid. Right. It's valid because everything is so subjective. Time saver. Yeah. Um, I even put in, you know, like,
0: again, just thinking about going back in history, teaching social studies. Right. Write a letter. You know, I I went to write a letter as someone who just witnessed the 1960s lunch counter sit-in in the South. Right. So it wrote a letter. As someone who just witnessed the Woolworth's lunch counter sit-in, and in the initial letter that it wrote for me, it didn't really address the harassment that people endured at the counter. So I just went in and I said, oh, include the harassment they endured. And it rewrote that letter in talking about, you know, how they were spit on and had food dumped on them. And they sat there quietly, peaceful protesting. So, while it's not a first person or a firsthand account, it could still be used as a primary source. Well, I, I don't. It's not necessarily a primary source, but it's well, a, because it,
1: it okay, wasn't a okay, you're right. Primary source. It's yep. a
0: fictional version of a primary source. But again, it
1: it, it can still be can used use and analyzed in, the, in class. By exactly. Students. Right
0: to look at and to you know, or you know, as someone who just witnessed. The Boston Massacre or the Boston Tea Party. Write me, write me a radio news report of someone who just witnessed the Boston Tea Party, right? And ChatGPT is going to do that for you, and it's a little more interesting maybe to the students, or even then have them record it, fact check it,
1: and then it, and then that's a center, and right. then that's used as a center, and going through our social studies curriculum, which is now new, it's totally out of the textbook. Right. Like and and I could say that, you know, going from years of teaching social studies and having a social studies textbook, it's now granted, yes, there is you have to obtain some information, but it's not just reading and answering questions anymore. Right. Um there is a lot of doing. So looking for those centers, that sounds like a perfect there's a, center. Yeah, there's a
0: great center you you could have students fact check, first of all, what the report was are those things accurate? Right. So there, you're doing some research. Then, if they want, re- then record the podcast or, or news report as a script in something like WeVideo. Record the audio, add in now sound effects in the background,
1: pull in some images of yeah. what you might have right. seen while that was going on. Exactly. Most definitely. Yeah.
0: I mean, just there's so much um, again that that can be done, and I, I think we're you know I was we're touching the surface. Well, like we're scratching the surface because we're cause still going through. we've been using through. it for a couple weeks. Right. Just
1: a couple weeks. Yep. Imagine where we might be at next year where they said now there's all these different AI programs where you want to do, you want to create your text and chat GTP. And then you have to go to another website that might put that into a voice recording. Right. Now you have to go to another website that would generate a movie or a video. So there's all those different places they're saying in a year, two years tops, that's all going to be done in one place. Right. And it's most likely going to be like this, having free versions. Yep. Uh, where you can be enhancing your teaching. And there in, is. There's Slides GPT now. So you well, want to create and a PowerPoint? What was, what was the Quiz uh, The Liz one the other day?
0: Yeah. That- uh, I'll have to put the link in the show notes. But it's, yeah, it's like Quiz It's like Liz. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to create a quiz for you. Based on the prompts from ChatGPT.
1: And it was through like the game of Minecraft. So, I mean, just it's amazing to be able to fit and then to be able to figure out how to use it and bring it into the classroom. Time saver.
0: It's going to save you time. And I would say this this episode's coming out in May. A lot of people, that's the end of your year. Jump in. Try it out for the end of the year. Just try something out. So that way when you're jumping into September... You now have ChatGPT in your back pocket, ready to go to help you out and be that assistant in your classroom.
1: You no, know, almost be spending the summer having ChatGPT as your personal assistant. ChatGPT, create me a grocery list as if yep. you were a personal chef and planning. Um, I don't know yep. some an. Preparing for someone with an Atkins Inspired. diet, who likes chicken, who doesn't like things spicy, yep. and whose favorite uh, who's fruit is peach. <laughs> and then by the time you get to the start of the school year and you have that time to, hey, work on something in your classroom. Yep. Now, what's chapter one in math? Hey, chat GTP, create me a project-based learning yep. uh, unit on, insert topic here, geared towards... Yep. You know, what's your grade level? And most likely, the things that are out there that are geared to kids at that level, they're into whether it's Mario right. or
0: soccer or some kind of, you know, or video sports game. Related sports related
1: video games,
0: TV show, Stranger yeah. Things, something End like of that. that.
1: And once again, no problem. Here we Here go. And now it's even can you gear it towards these standards? Can't, right. You know, who knows? I've never even tried that, so. Yeah. Uh, no, you can You can yeah. ask it. Here the gear
0: it towards the fifth grade next generation science standards, <sighs> right? So it's, you know, go out, try it out, and it's prompt engineering, right? That is the how do I prompt chat GPT. The more you use it, the better you get at refining it. Prompt engineers, um, I believe some people are already hiring.
1: Some companies are already hiring prompt engineers. Well, you could probably get rid of an entire team right. of people that used to do all this stuff to now yep. one person. One,
0: two people on a, you know can do it. So, um, Joe? I, I'm on the
1: love it side right now, Ron.
0: I'm on the love it as well. And uh, I think, you know, again, love it or hate it. I think we're going to have to teach kids how to use it because they're going to be using it. Um, well, you know, and again, and, I think that's another episode. Right.
1: But. And maybe not how to use it in a language arts class or not how to, but maybe just, you know, an internet safe, like part of your yeah, curriculum, maybe exactly. internet safety. Definitely a, a conversation you would want to have with your son or daughter at home. Yeah. Um, since right now it's pretty much, I think, banned by most schools. Yeah. Um, most grade schools. schools are- and high schools, which uh, yep. I didn't, you know, I didn't know it was an 18 without parent consent. Yeah, um, that's in their
0: like terms of
1: service or whatever. But
0: hey, all those teachers out there over 18, <laughs> jump on,
1: get Lair to chat GPT,
0: <laughs> play, learn the prompt engineering, let it be your assistant. Anything else, Joe?
1: Um, Ron, I'm, I'm going to call it, I used to call it chat. I'm going to start calling it c 3 po from right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because look, yeah, C for chat. Uh, three because there's three letters p so maybe uh c3pt there you C3PT. go pt there we you go. heard
0: it here first it is now chat c3pt c3pt or <laughs> whatever joe just said <laughs> all right everybody take care bye
1: teaching nerds, teach nerds knocking on your door open up let's take your teaching further than before give it a try don't be shy there's nothing there to worst thing that happens kids get pain on their shoes
0: we talking teacher nerds I'm to- we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the teacher nerds podcast keep up with every new episode by subscribing on apple podcast spotify google podcast anchor or anywhere you listen when you subscribe be sure to give us a review and tell a friend visit us at teachernerds.com follow us on twitter at teacher nerds on instagram at teacher nerds podcast, or email us teacher at gmail.com. And remember, we're nerds with a Z. Most importantly, thank you for listening and becoming one of the teacher nerds.